0: Welcome to Invisible Faces Amazing Stories. This is your host, Carlos Carrera. Today, I want to start by asking you a question. Do you believe in destiny? Do you believe things happen for a reason? And I am asking because today's guest uh, had such an amazing experience growing up that changed his life forever. Today's guest is Ariel. AKA Palomo Ramirez. He is a data scientist, baseball player, and golf lover from the Dominican Republic. In part one of this two part episode, uh, Ariel tells us about how he found the sport of baseball when he was young, which would later get him a scholarship to play college in the US. And we also talk about some of his experiences uh, during and after college. Uh, This is probably one of my favorite conversations this far in the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy. And without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey, Ariel, welcome to Invisible Faces, Amazing Stories. What a great pleasure to have you. I've always wanted to interview you, I think. Uh, You're such an an amazing person. I admire you a lot. You sort of flow under the radar, but uh, deep down inside, you're doing so many amazing things and I'm just so proud of everything you've done. So I'm just really happy to have you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. So the first question, uh, I want to start with sports. Uh, me and you met at St. Peter's University. You were on the baseball team and I was on the tennis team. So there was a connection there through sports. Um, we weren't as close uh, in during college. We became close much later. But I just want to know about your life growing up and, and you're a baseball player. Um, why, why did you choose baseball? Is it a very popular sports? You're obviously from the DR, Dominican Republic. Is it popular there? Um, And what can you tell us about your life growing up with baseball um, on the hand?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, yeah, I think everyone knows that baseball is huge in the Dominican Republic. And, yeah, growing up, I was always into sports. I played soccer, played golf, um, got involved in track and field a little bit. And, yeah, I just kind of went the route to play baseball because I kind of stuck with it because it had the most future. So there was always opportunities to go either professional or what I ended up doing, which is getting a scholarship and coming to the States that way. So, yeah, I, I always liked baseball. I would say it ended up being my number one, but it also, that definitely was a major part of it. That I definitely had a future in it.
0: That makes a lot of sense. And and I sort of went through a similar process. I used to play soccer as well. I played volleyball. My dad was a huge basketball player, so I was like expected to play basketball. And then I ended up deciding for tennis. And the other day I was asked for an interview. Uh, A guy who writes for a newspaper in in, um, Ecuador, he used to interview my dad 20, 30 years ago and he was a big basketball player. He reached out to me and he was like, hey, Carlos, I know you're doing things in tennis, great things in the sport. I would love to interview. I used to interview your dad. Um, really long time ago, so I want to ride on you, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and he asked me, so why bas- why tennis and not basketball, you know, having your dad as such a big basketball player? And I never really thought, and then I started to think about, you know, what was like a moment or like a, a time and place where I was like, okay, like, tennis is a sport that I want to do, and I, all I could remember was when I was really young, I just went to a, a tennis tournament with my mom, because she used to take drive my cousin to her tournaments, and I remember just getting a racket there. I don't, I don't know if that was the first time, second time, third time, whatever. But I had that clear memory going to that tournament, holding a racket, going to the, the wall and just hitting balls against the wall. And I was like, I, maybe that was it. So I talk a little bit about that. For you, was there a moment where you're like, okay, because like, you, you, you mentioned you play all these sports. Was there a moment where you said, okay, like, this is the sport that I want to play and why?
1: Um, it's actually interesting because I... I guess I picked up baseball a little later than most people do. Like people start playing it when they're very little. Right. Um, But I started playing when I was around 12 years old. And it's funny because we had an issue at my house where we couldn't watch TV. So I I had the antenna set up and the only channel you could watch was baseball, uh, had the baseball games going on. And that's basically how I picked it up. Like no one up to that point I didn't really know about baseball. And then I just got so in love with the game that I had to play it. So a couple of months after that, or maybe maybe less than that, I started playing and fell in love with it right away. Like that I is so cool, man. I fell in love with it, yeah.
0: I love that. That's that's really cool. That's awesome. So so yeah, you start playing baseball and then like you said, obviously everybody has a dream. To at some point uh, be professional. I mean, who doesn't sport? Who doesn't play sports when they're young and they want to be professional, right? But you obviously at some point realized that was not the way, and the way was college, and you went to Saint Peter's University. How was the process of the selection process like uh, for you? Why did you choose Saint Peter? What other options did you have, and how was like the recruiting process like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So one thing is that. Yeah, when when you go to college, at least for baseball, you you still got a chance to go pro. Like, um, Obviously, you can go pros right away from DR, but coming to college, you have a backup plan, which is school. So my dad kind of had a big way on that. Uh, He went to Ohio State for his master's, so he knew the American system. And he kind of guided me towards the scholarship path instead of going pro with baseball right away so we were doing research when i was like 16 like the point was coming and we found a guy in dr that basically he would take videos of you make sure you took all the tests necessary you get all the registration for the ncaa and yeah i had some offers from other schools but st peter's was obviously division one right next to new york and they gave me a great scholarship package. Uh, so it was kind of like they found me. I <laughs> I did all the all the work to be in that position, but they saw the video, they liked what they, they saw from me. And there was also a friend of mine, I, I think you met Alberto.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, I remember him. He was also awesome. he had
1: come, he had come here for college and he got recruited by St. Peters before me. So when they saw me, uh, they asked him, and he obviously put in a good word. So that was definitely, who knows, like, if you didn't do that, like, what would...
0: What would it happen, if, yeah.
1: What would it happen, yeah. That's so
0: funny. So that's very similar to what happened with me, Fabian, and Sebastian, because Fabian was already here um, when I came, and, and he also put in a good word for me. And and then I put in a good word for Nan, and then three of us ended up on the same school, which is really cool, but... I don't know how how much of a truth was the, the good word I put in for Sebastian. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's great. I didn't know that your dad went to Ohio State. That's really cool. Huge school, huge sports school. So he has probably, you know, he had a lot of knowledge there and he could guide you a little bit. Uh, but That's I had something work. something very similar through an agency. I um, I paid them a fee and they helped me out with everything. Uh, but I, I, I wish that... Back then, you know, I would have had at least a little bit of knowledge. Nobody in my family went to the States. Well, my, my cousin did like a, a exchange year in Georgetown, and and she guided me a little bit. But no one really knew, because now I I compare it to now. You know, I obviously going to Colombia and being part of the tennis team there just has shown me, you know, what a, what a real program, what a real school. Not not the St. Peter's not real, but you know, big school, big name, big budget. It it's different, you know. Um, And back then I wish that I knew or had some sort of guidance or some sort of, you know, perspective into that because maybe I would have like worked a little harder or pushed a little more through to maybe get that experience. But then again, everything that I've done has taken me to where I am today and I'm extremely happy. So there's no regrets. It's just a little say, bit yeah. that little bit of doubt that, you know, what would have happened if but hey, anyways, you know we're where we are. Never you're exactly. you're never you never know. Exactly. You never know. Maybe you, you know went there and, and it didn't end up so well. So, you know, things are as they are and I'm really happy with everything that I've done. So I think I think I I did the right choice. Um so you're in St. Peter's right. and um You've obviously graduated now, and you're you're a big data scientist. But uh, uh, you did computer science in, in in college. Did you always knew you wanted to do computer science? What's your background with that, and why did you choose that?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, ever since I was little, I had we had a computer at home, and I kind of basically figured out how to use it, how to use it by myself. Uh, I I was probably like four years old, and I was installing games, like doing drawings in Paint before I even Like I wouldn't even draw on papers, I would draw on paint and print them out. And so I kind of always knew that I liked computers and I guess I was lucky to be born while technology was coming up and becoming such a good thing. And yeah, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with it but I always knew that something with technology was definitely what I wanted to do. A lot of people, Said that it was gonna be hard because I was playing baseball and it's like such a demanding um, bachelor's, but I liked it, so it was actually like very easy for me to get things done. So as, as you like what you do, like it doesn't really feel like like working.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. But but you you bring up a good point, and and it's the demand that you have as an student athlete, whether you're playing baseball or any other sport, it's just the workload. You know, you're doing. Uh, a lot of hours already committed to the sport and you're also like going to school and attending classes and homework and everything. How was that balance for you? Like uh, being on the baseball team and also, you know, doing a computer science major, which is a little more intense, a little more technical than others. And how did that, you know, influence you or or what skills did you get from that?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a big shock. Um, But growing up, kind of going to school and working out and baseball is such a tough job tough thing to do in dr like it's business over there so i kind of had that work at it coming up and the fact that everything was basically you were living on the same place you were able to like organize yourself better you didn't have to rely on commuting anywhere it was that part of it wasn't that that much dif- that difficult it was more of getting used to the new culture and making new friends and things of that nature that I've, that I thought were more challenging, at least initially. But yeah, you know, this, like you growing up with sports, you have that work ethic. So it was definitely, it's definitely not easy, but it helped me move seamlessly through
0: it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. And and you started working for St. Peter's in the, what was it? the The IT department. The IT department. That's right. The IT department um, towards the end of your career. How did you come about that? um, And what did you exactly do for for the St. Peter's IT department?
1: Yeah. So in the IT department, I was basically a technician, which is a little bit of everything. Basically, you have to set up new devices, do troubleshooting. So it was definitely a great learning experience. and. I was doing that while I was doing my master's at St. Peter's. So it's kind of the same thing. Like I was in the same area. Um, and I was fortunate that I was able to do it on the environment where I have friends already. I was able to live with you guys. So it wasn't too difficult, um, but it was definitely a great learning experience that propelled me to go to that corporate job and be more ready for, what I was gonna face in that, so totally,
0: totally, that and that, and that's where I was good. that that where I was getting at was this experience the one that that sort of shaped the next thing or what you wanted to do next. You know, while doing your masters, you did a ma- well, you did bachelor's computer science and then the masters in in data science. Um, was that sort of st- the the experience that dragged you towards what you're doing today?
1: Well, it actually came. Before that, uh, when I had I had an internship, my going into my senior year in in DR, and it was for a telephone company, and that one was very programming heavy. So I had to learn how to program, how to do a lot of the things I do now. I did back then, and I always had a doubt where whether I wanted to program because it's such a complex thing and of can be really frustrating. Yeah but i guess when i i was working with real life problems and i was seeing the power you have with it you can solve you can make people's life so much easier by your work and it was a three-month internship but at the end of it i definitely knew that i wanted to do something of, of, of that nature
0: yeah that's awesome yeah i didn't know about the, that internship but yeah that sounds that sounds great um but yeah let's i think uh let's let's just for a, a, a two seconds shy away a little bit from the from the more um serious questions but you mentioned that we live together obviously uh you you've been like family to me we live together for like 3 years and you know we're both from um outside the US and we both came here to sort of like similar similar objectives similar dreams and yeah you pretty much became my family here right so uh can you tell the story of how we ended up living together? Because like I said, we weren't that close in college and then it just right. sort of happened to be so that we we lived together and I thought it's a pretty cool story to share.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was funny because we always talked, like we always say hi and we would talk for a little bit, but it was nothing like it is now. And yeah, I remember I was looking into places to to live because I was doing my master's, so I was going to school, working at school, but I, I didn't have housing. So I, I needed a place to live. And yeah, we I had just been looking for places when I ran into you and you said you were looking for places as well. And I think it was the same day that we found the place that we ended up moving in. And it all happened so fast. Like a week later or something, we were living together.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's funny because... It was already the summer, like nobody's in campus, everybody's moved out to their own places, right. they're hanging out, summer break, you know, and we were both, I had just graduated college, you were doing your master's so, and working for IT still, so you were around, and then we just happened to bump into each other uh, in school, and we were like, oh, you're still here, like, what are you doing here, and I'm still here, oh, I'm looking for a place to live, oh, I'm also looking for a place to live, let's try to find something together, and and then that happened. and let me tell you, man, that I'm so glad that that it, it yeah. went that way because you know living with you guys was one of the best things that could happen we just had such a nice crew and 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 it's great you know when when that's what you need when when you're away when when you're not uh in your home country and with your family and stuff um, you need a, a good support system a good group of friends and you guys became that for me and i'm really happy that i that i got to meet you and and to live with you guys it, it was it was great
1: yeah, likewise, man. I I think about that sometimes, like, what if we didn't run into each other, like, what would have happened? I, we met so many friends together, we introduced each other to, like, so many good friends, that it would have been a completely different life from then on. If, totally. If we didn't live together.
0: Totally, I agree. Thank you again, Palomo, for joining the show. I thought I knew you pretty well, but you never cease to impress me with everything you do and your amazing stories keep going best of luck in everything you do and you know you always have here a friend for anything you need the type of stories that we share at invisible faces amazing stories cannot be found in a resume or a social media profile we try to go deeper discover those turning points in life that have made us the human beings we are today i hope you guys enjoy the show if you do please don't forget to subscribe review and share the show with your friends um, and also if you or anyone you know might want to be a part of the show and come tell their amazing life stories uh, please reach out to me um, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day and the weekend coming up